Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is ABC News. This is Blaze Peters reminding you to stay cool, stay warm, and everything in between. Today we're here in West Hollywood for the grand opening of a brand new salon. It is a salon that's bringing warmth, kindness, and help to millions of people who ever cross its doors. From our dear friend and yours, Rod Steele. Rod, thank you for joining us here on ABC7 News. Talk to us a little bit about your salon because uh, there's nobody better than you do. Tell us about it. What is the name, first of all, and take us from there. Uh, Blaze, thanks for coming. It's just so warm to my heart and uh, my mate, uh, Sebastian. Uh, we opened up the salon. We were both working at uh, several before, and we came up with a concept and the money to open up our very own unique salon, and it is called Unicorn. Now, the reason we went with Unicorn, because our theme is very 80s, accepting, free, challenge, trying new, accepting, bright colors, the music was bold, everything pop in your mouth. And you know, I know a little bit about things popping in your mouth, Blaze. Oh my God! Well, well, uh, Rod, oh. I know that uh, you're you're not a brand new in the area of oh, no. of fashion no. and, uh, and and just making everybody look swell. But talk to us a little bit about what are you and your salon doing different than, for example, Jose A. Bear down the street in Beverly oh, Hills. Oh, Josie was in here. I love his hats. I was going to go with a hat look, but I thought, no, I love the Steven Tyler look that I went with three seventies. Uh, you know, anyway, with that ensemble. But we decided to be the first salon that caters to men, women, your children, and everything in between. We do everything from wax on, wax off, buzz cuts, make a mohawk. We want to trim the hoo-hoo, tighten the ha-ha, and color up some hair. If your son has to go to Catholic school, you come and see the unicorn, and you get that cut. Every priest is going to be adored by it, and every nun will have to break their own rulers. Hey, and guess what? We have a two-for-one. A menage a trois of a discount. Blaze, if you and a family member or you and a lover, doesn't matter if you're straight or you're on the narrow, wink, wink, you just come on in, ask for one of our stylists. We have Ja, we have Johnny, Karen, Candy, Mindy, Sally, Helena. We also have Hidalgo, Ronnie, JD, Preston, and everybody's oh favorite eye candy, Hershey's. Kiss, kiss. We have everything. And bring your 80s swag, because that's the way we all became one. One love. Now that you are going to be opening up your hair salon, are you doing anything for the older gentlemen and the older women? Something that, let's just say, you want to change their style, or they're, they're feeling young again. What, what are you going to do for oh. them? Well, first of all, for the ladies, we've come up with our own design of hairstyles to make the ladies feel great. Kind of cool, kind of sexy, sassy, ready for anything, the golf course, the nightclub. Uh, night in Laughlin or Vegas, and we call that the Geritol. That is for all the ladies, 69 and up. And you know, 69, you eat it, honey, but you're not dead. <laughs> oh, my God. And what about for the gentlemen? Oh, and for all the older gentlemen, we have the Viagra Special. Anything on top of your head will make it stand or will make it curl. And that, you get a senior discount and a coupon to eat free at the IHOP just across the street. Lovely. On that note, this is my special guest for today, Rod Steele with his salon, The Unicorn. On the corner of what, Rod? Let everybody know where you're located. Come on down and see us on the corner of Sunset Boulevard. No, I'm just playing. We're on Malrose. Everybody knows Malrose, and I'm not going to tell you exactly where it's at because when you see it, it's going to be so erect, you know you're there, girlfriend. <laughs> Blaze, 
You know what? I could do so much with that blonde hair. Maybe a little bit of sun in, you know, like we used to use in the 80s. Sun in. I don't know if it was a song or not. Hey, I want to say hi to all our listeners and viewers. Hi, Mark, Candy, Mama, John. Hi, everybody. We did it. We did it, babies. On that note, this is Blaze Peters from ABC7 News. Now, back to the 80s radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm so scared. I wish I had a ham sandwich to calm my nerves. <laughs> we gotta like, find a place to hide. Where are you going, fuzzy face? Back to the end. <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. Come on, wait for me. Listening and tuned in to the one and only greatest 80s radio show on earth. This is the one and only Back to the 80s Radio. I want to welcome you guys for taking another day and putting us in your ears. Thank you so much. Today's a very special day. Why? Because with us is the man that we've been talking about has been living in the middle of Sasquatch country. He's been searching for the myth and the legend of Bigfoot for many years. And instead of finding him, he found his local bar. I can tell you that he is with us in studio, here next to me, literally a hand gesture away, the one and only Chang. Oh, Toscano, first of all, let me tell you, I am so stoked and excited to be face to face with you as we are in different rooms and black curtains are around us and Anyway, I, I'm visually fantasizing about your face in the next room. <laughs> Hello to all of you from the desert to the sea. Thank you for joining us here at the show. Please keep all your comments, your thumbs up, thumbs down coming on our social media. Get a hold of us on K-Hits 92.5 where we keep the 80s music vibe alive. Toscano, I cannot tell you. What a joy and a pleasure it has been being back in Los Angeles, California for this uh, last several days. My brother. Orale. Well, I'm, I couldn't be more ecstatic to have you in town, brother. So I'm just happy and I'm going to take advantage of this moment that we are literally physically in the same room. So I really appreciate you taking the time to come over and, uh, and do the show. As always, we'd like to throw out some special shout-outs in particular to all of our listeners from every platform, from iHeart to Pandora to Apple to Spotify. And if you're listening from here in the United States, from Canada, North America, Central, South America, from Europe, the Middle East, Africa, Asia, Australia, everywhere else that you may be listening to our show from, we're sending you our hearts. Thank you for all that you guys do to support this show. A couple of specific shout-outs, however, are to Miss Esmeralda and Danny from Frontier Communications in the sales department, who just hooked me up with a killer deal. Thanks for coming out to the house, and a big hello to your sales department and to your bosses. Tell them to give you a raise on my behalf, because you guys are doing a great job. I do have a few announcements, one of them being that we actually have a very special show at the end of the month for Halloween. We are going to have our grand Halloween show on the 31st. And there is a very strong possibility we are going to be having a live concert. We are also reminding you guys that starting the first Friday of November, which should be the 4th of November, 
we are going to be announcing a few more shows added to Back to the 80s Radio. We are going to structure Back to the 80s Radio to where you know that you can find us on Fridays. And we're going to be labeling each show so you know what day of the week it comes out as well. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all throughout the week, we're going to start having new shows. We're going to be introducing two shows every so often. The first show that's going to be coming out every Saturday, starting the first Saturday of November, which would be the 5th of November. And that's going to be Banging with the Chang, a four-hour show of nothing but the greatest music on earth brought to you by the Chang man himself. Also on Mondays, you're going to look for, Mondays you're going to look forward to having weekly top 20 songs from back in the 80s. So look out for that as well. And every time we're together from here till then, we're going to be announcing that. So I just want to keep you guys informed. We're going to take a little break and when we come back, we are talking about female performers of the 1980s. Hey, this is Laurie Miller from the first and original expose, and you're listening to Back to the 80s Radio. Welcome, 80s fans. I have been expecting you. You no longer need to listen to any other podcast. You want the 80s, don't you? The longing for it is swelling in you now. Feel the memories coming to you and listen to Back to the 80s. Give in to nostalgia. With each passing moment, you make yourself more of an 80s fan. It is unavoidable. It is your destiny. You don't know the power of Back to the 80s. You, like your childhood, are now mine. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Shadow Stevens, and you must listen to Back to the 80s Radio. It's the law. Welcome back, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen of the 80s and those that were created in the 80s. You are listening to Back to the 80s Radio. Chang here. We are going to to discuss women of music in the 1980s. Oh, yes, we are. And if anybody out there has their favorite female artist, band, song, hit us on our social media pages. Please do so. Do it right now as I'm talking to you. That way you don't forget. Some of you may be stoned. Some of you may have kids screaming in the bath. Uh, Maybe you're on the toilet. There's no toilet paper. It doesn't matter. Hit us with whatever is your favorite. Let's talk about every single female that put their vocals to the test. What do you think, Toscano? I think that it is so important for us to talk about female performers from back in the 80s to give everybody an opportunity to reminisce, to give everybody who has never heard of these singers but has heard their music. Okay, Because a lot of people go, oh, I know this song. I didn't know who performed the song or who sang the song. But you got to remember, the 80s were amazing, and they were an amazing time for music. You can ask anybody who grew up there, right? Oh, yeah. Tons of great 80s female singers. Many of them are going to be mentioned today, but there's just too many out there. So if we miss some, go ahead and let us know who we missed or who you would like us to talk about. And uh, send us a message through our Facebook page, and we'll do our best to mention them on the following Friday. One of the first female vocalists leaders of a band that I want to bring to face is none other than Chrissy Hine of the Pretenders. A couple of facts on her. That band went through some very tragic, devastating times. The original lineup, uh, the guitar player and the bass player, uh, both passed away within a year of each other. So uh, founding members were only herself and the drummer. So 
they've got other players through the years and you know they kept it going and balls out Chrissy Hind. Chrissy Hind is like a hot tough chick. She's the one that like you can get like cigarettes from. She's just a tough balls out chick and she's got a voice that is kind of uh intimidating yet smooth. What do you think of the pretenders, my brother? I think I've told you this before. I like the pretenders, but Chrissy Hind ah as far as uh, looks, as looks for me, what she wasn't my type. Yeah, she would. But she would. Uh, she would beat me. Prison violation. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, or? I'm just trying. She uh, just wasn't my type. Just the looks. I went for. I went for more. Uh, for example, this next singer who I have in mind, who went to war in the late '80s, uh, not a real war, what? but she went to war to see who was going to be queen against Tiffany. The title of Teen Queen back then, and I'm thinking oh. of a young lady by the name of Debbie Gibson, who uh. who had her debut song in 1987, "Only in My Dreams." Oh. She battled uh, Tiffany for the title of Teen Queen, and she was only active, of course, for about three years during the decade. And just her voice alone put her there. That's that that was more my my type back then. Okay, interesting, very interesting. So you probably. Would have uh, liked to go to uh, the Disney uh, club <laughs> and dated some of the girls that look like that. Correct? Yeah, I probably, mean, okay, probably. Yeah. But I also. You, so, but there were. I gotta. I gotta make this side note because um, even do. though I, I liked them all across the board, I liked Cher. Cher, who was way oh, yeah. way older, right? She was yeah. started out what in the sixties. Uh, yeah, and it's in sunny. Eight, in eight, yeah, in eighty nine, she came back with a song. If I can turn back time. That became a hit. Uh, that's where she's on the cruise ship. Yes. With, uh, ass, uh, assless uh, leggings. Yes. And you remember that? I that used to hair. watch. Oh. Yeah. I used to watch that video, which would leave me just paralyzed in front of the, oh, in front of the TV. I, I used to turn the TV towards the shower and watch that. that. <laughs> you know, you can get electrocuted for that. Uh, no, it was in the other room cranked up and I was in the shower. Oddly enough, you bring up uh, Debbie Gibson. I saw her a few nights ago on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, they celebrated uh, the opening with uh, uh, their tribute and reckoning of the 80s. It was insane. Uh, brought back a lot of great memories. Uh, Jimmy Fallon had a mullet the way my younger uh, brother-in-law, Daniel Quintana, did when I first met him dating Mrs. Chang. But it was pretty cool. And Debbie Gibson was singing, and I looked at my my uh, Mrs. Chang and I said, who the hell is that? She sucks. Those were my honest words. You know what I'm saying? And Come on, you, you, okay, wait, wait, no, wait, wait a minute. No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me finish. Are you trying to say that oh, you what? never yeah. even, no. <laughs> what? Your honor. You never even used to like any of her songs from back then oh. when she started? Come oh, on. Oh, no, oh, no. Oh, what's the matter oh. with you? I had something that we call uh, musical yeah. taste. Yeah, okay. No, not hate. It was called taste. hate. Hate. All metalheads are haters of other music. No, wait a minute. It. Wait a minute here. Admit it. No, wait a minute. You know the Chang is much more than the metalhead. Remember, I grew up yeah, you're in also the 70s. Hater. Yeah, I'm a hater, but I'm a 70s child. You're a 70s Rock hater. Rock and roll. A 70s hater. It, it's like somebody said, you're a hippie. And I said, no, I don't hug trees. I cut them down and build houses. Right. Isn't it interesting? Debbie Gibson how... sucks. <laughs> Tiffany it... even suck more. How how could you okay. compete? Wait, how could it... two girls compete for something they, they say is co- good? Wait, they, they were suck. competing for Teen Queen. It was stuff from back then. It was plasticky music, little bubblegum pop, and it was understandable that they weren't going to maybe transpire into yeah. the years and stuff like that. But you know what? It was great for the time. That's right, John and, Stamos. That's and right. and their music is. You know what? It, it's, it's still kind of cool okay. today. Okay, now, you're right. I don't want to offend I, anybody. All right. Well, you you, but you do anyway. That's so cool. that's cool with me. The one lady that I'm thinking of next, she wasn't just famous for marrying Ozzy Osbourne, mm. but she proved herself to be a talented musical badass herself, just like Joan Jett. The woman I'm talking about is none other than the blonde bombshell rocker, Lita Ford. I will tell you, Lita Ford is not only the sexual candy picture of a metal chick. Lita Ford, as some of you don't know, was the guitar player alongside Joan Jett in the Runaways pre-80s. 
pretty much the 70s, uh, and their band was kind of like a, an alternative punkish rock. The Runaways was a, was a pretty damn good band. Lita Ford was pretty damn good in that band. Lita Ford became, I think, uh, an icon of female guitarist singers who went on their own, changed their style from the runaway look to what she did in the metal look. And I thought with her transition, she brought out metal chicks to be a lot more ballsy and tough. You know what I mean? Where yeah. they're not pampered girls. You know, kind of the tomboy kind of girls. The girls that did like bad boys, of course, which I think metal did represent a lot of females like that bad boy image. A lot of us bad boys back then in the 80s, you had to have long hair, you were a bad boy. Why? Because the hippies made long hair a bad thing. So it carried on. Right. So Lita Ford kind of became that tough metal chick, and it's okay to be balls out, just like Joan Jett. And as I presently uh, mentioned, uh, uh, Chrissy Hind. It's, girl, it's women like that that created a sense of women being reckoned with as tough Equal, one of the guys, she can rock as hard as any dude and still look hot in her own way. That's a big thumbs up for, I think, for all women in any women's movement. Lita Ford was one of the forefront queens of starting that uh, metal revolution for the uh, chicks of the 80s. Now, you also mentioned, of course, Joan Jett. We talked about her in previous shows. I want you guys to listen as we go to break. This is Joan Jett doing a cover of ACDC called Dirty Deeds. Don't go away. This is Back to the 80s Radio. A quick note for everyone listening. Now, if you want to hear the specific songs that we play here in their entirety, you have to listen to khits92.5.com. Khits92.5 is brought to you by live365.com. So you can either go to live365.com, download the app onto your phone, and search for K-Hits 92.5, or you can just go over to khits 925com at 5 p.m. Pacific time every single Friday. Your podcast platform will not allow for the songs to be heard, so head on over to khits 925com at 5 p.m. Pacific to hear the entire songs. By the way, K-Hits 92.5 is an all-80s station with an 80s feel, with the largest playlist in the world. Nobody has a larger 80s playlist than K-Hits 92.5. Head on over either live365.com and search for K-Hits 92.5, or just go to K-Hits 92.5.com and just press play. Welcome back to Back to the 80s. Chang on the hang right here. That was none other than Dirty Deeds by Joan Jett. Oh, man. Everybody remembers Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. And if you've been listening or if you're just tuning in, Joan Jett was being played because we were talking about the Runaways and Lita Ford. They were in that band together in the 70s. Both of them came out as tough, kick-ass chicks that held their own Talking about holding your own, Toscano, I've got another female singer that I believe holds her own. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. You bring do you have your big boy pants on? I do, and it's Ladies, buckled up. take out the granny panties, go commando, put on the skivvies, because this next lady, she had hotness, toughness, and some of her music hit a core and spoke out about some of the bad things that were happening in society. I am talking about none other than Pat Benatar. Yeah, fire and ice, baby. That chick was hot and bad. Some of the songs that she made, Hell is for Children, man, balls out to the heart. Uh, I give her a lot of props to write those songs, to bring out certain topics that were tabooed, but were getting brought to the surface because the 80s was starting to reckon with the demons of society. Right. I also give her props. She married her guitar player, and they stayed married till this day. They stopped making music to raise their kids. I have a nothing but admiration, respect, and balls out to her. She is one chick that I, I went to go see. I had all her albums. I'm a big fan of Pat Benatar. 
Her debut album in 1979 called In the Heat of the Night was her breakthrough here in the United States, especially in all of North America, in Canada, where it reached number three on the album chart. She had hits such as Heartbreaker and We Live for Love. This is a gal who's been there, done that, and she's maintained herself on top ever since she started in 1979. So hats off to Pat Benatar. I have got a singer that it's like she disappeared from the map. And you kind of go, what the heck ever happened to Janet Jackson? She became her known for her work as an actress at first on different strokes. Remember that? Oh, yeah. She was that cute little girl. Uh, actually, Janet Jackson, I believe, got her first start on television on Good Times. Uh, for anybody that remembers that show, so she, Jimmy well, Walker. That was, well, that was in the 70s or that in the 80s? That was the 80s? 70s. She was probably, I'd say, about nine years old, yeah. She played a little orphan child, and, and uh, she was adopted by uh, Winona, uh, the neighbor of uh, the family where Jimmy, J.J. Walker was in. Yeah, but, but she did change her image really, really oh, rapidly. Quick. In rapidly. 1986, with a single from her Control album, it had a famous line and said, No, my first name ain't Baby. It's Janet. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Oh, yeah. And along with Madonna, she helped bring in a new wave of female music artists who were entirely comfortable with their own sexuality. So mm -hmm. hats off to Janet Jackson. Now, did you find Janet Jackson attractive? Oh, yes. Although I did like Latoya Jackson a little bit more back then, but Janet Jackson has maintained her beauty till today. Yeah. You know what? That family was pretty much blessed with good looks. All the Jacksons were good looking, you know, before plastic surgery, you know, rest in peace, Michael Jackson. I don't give an F what anybody may think. You cannot take away that he was the king of pop and a creative genius that suffered to the struggles of life. But I felt Latoya Jackson was hot, but she became a little bit too fake. You know, a lot of plastic surgery to where right. Janet Jackson I mean, she stayed. She stayed voluptuous. I mean, exactly. I mean, anybody that knows Mrs. Chang, curves, curves are the way to go. That's why I like to drive freeways and highways, baby. Nothing but curves. <laughs> but she was tough. She was stayed the, the same way. She was thick, curvy, just cute. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was not like drop dead gorgeous like her sister tried to become. Her her sister to me was hot, but she was like. Past tense Kardashian style, you know. Well, that, well, she was first, but yeah. But here's the thing: Latoya Jackson didn't was a hottie. Yeah, Latoya Jackson's beauty didn't last long. Neither did her singing career. I don't even. <laughs> I, I don't even know she sang. I think it was. I don't. You know what? Maybe one album, and I think the birds even took a crap on it and took yeah, off from the bird. But bird, but Janet Jackson, a whole different story. Talk about Janet Jackson. Then then we get into the game. Of Paula Abdul. Oh, yes, ex-Laker ex gal herself. The Laker girls. I remember that voice going to the Laker games. We're talking about a San Fernando gal. She was yeah. born. And believe it or not. She's a homie, she, eh? She, well, she was born Paula Julie Abdul, who was born to Jewish parents. Her dad, Harry Abdul, is of Syrian Jewish heritage. And uh, he was born in Syria. But they were both him and uh, the wife, Lorraine, who was a concert pianist. Mm, that's uh, where she picked up her timing. Where, yeah. She was actually discovered, believe it or not, since we mentioned Janet Jackson, she was discovered by the Jacksons after a few of the members had watched her while attending the L.A. Lakers game. Really? Yep. And so in 1987, Abdul used her savings, her own savings, to make a single demo by Virgin Records America and A&M Records, and she came out with Forever Your Girl in 1988, Spellbound and Head Over Heels, and then her career just took off from there. Oh, yeah, she became like the biggest uh, choreographer to ever work with. Uh, she did that with the Lakers, so, yeah, you know, she was, she was, uh, she was cute. She could dance, powerful, friendly. Uh, I could see how her career built. Uh, her voice didn't have a lot of range, but she had the range and the style to make those songs poppy because that was the era and that was the kind of genre where people were dancing, you know. That goes into the realm of Madonna. We could talk about Prince. We could talk about the time. New Kids on oh, the new Block. New Kids on the Block, yeah. I mean, uh, music like that opened up the door for groups like that. There was uh, an early 80s all-girl band called the Go-Go's oh, who yes. had songs like 
Our Lips Are Sealed and Vacation, the singer from the Go-Go's, uh, or Brenda, one of the singers, Belinda, Belinda Carlisle. Carlisle, came out with her own hit called Heaven is a Place on Earth. Song. I remember I had two emotions when I first heard that song. Wow, that song sucked. And then, wow. <laughs> I, I tell you, I really didn't like Chang, that song. You, now, okay, now <laughs> you're really close to me physically, and I can I, tell you without a shadow of a you. doubt, thank your you. hate goes thank beyond oh. what it is normally. Oh, good. I hope you Be- felt it in the next room. The Go Go's are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I didn't say, wait, no. And Carlisle is on the list of great 80s female singers. And you, my friend, wait. are one of the worst haters I've ever heard. Now, on, on two points, please. No, on three points, no, you're wait, a hater. No, wait. Well, please, sir, please. Don't put hate in my mouth. I I didn't say I hated the go Oh, it resides I, there. Oh, please. I reply to my thought on her solo album and song. I have a tendency. But she was good. Well, she was good with the Go-Go's. I am the oh, kind of an individual that is, I like bands. For a certain reason, and I, I like the band. I only like to, metal. No, yeah, I rock on. See, I only like metal. See? Everything else go. sucks. See, there we go. Just like a greedy chef in in the, in a restaurant, you refuse to tell anybody your ingredients because you want to be the king chef, YRD. Now, please, okay. holy now, wait. Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, <laughs> oh. we rule. Everybody else sucks. Wow, I feel like I'm getting a lecture back at Saint Benedict's by a priest. Now, Come let me get my, my point Come into my office, out. young man. Uh, Come into my office. Are you got... Father Feel Me Up was going to spank me with beads of, of love <laughs> and rose petals. <laughs> hey, that who said so that? That is so wrong. That is wrong. Put, put, keep that in the show. Anyway, like I was stating, I do not speak against the Go-Go's. I just didn't care for her solo album. I thought it was too poppy, too soft. Or any other girl. And, uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Good God. Good God. Anyway, the Go-Go's, good band. They deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They started a legacy. They had their own style. Yeah. All of them, they freaking jammed. They could all jam. Mm, okay. You know, they had like a dance sound, like a pop kind of mm, a ska, maybe punkish feel to them. Not hard rock, but everything in between you know what i mean yeah so they just like the bangles oh, sure. you could see the say the same thing about the bangles you know a, a bunch of great musician chicks and they jam they have their own style they can make once you can create an energy that makes people move and feel good pretty much it's it dude that's the ingredient for greatness so you know i'm not saying that the go-go sucked oh, right. like right. you want to make right. our listeners yeah. believe sure. when you re-edit and take away all the props <laughs> I'm giving, you, you son of a monkey. I'm not going to edit this out. Oh, man. You know, let's do this. Why don't yeah, we listen to a little right. something from Belinda Carlisle as we take on a little break. When we come back, there's more nonstop hate from Chang. Damn straight. Give a play or a break. Ooh, baby, do you know Welcome back to Scano and Chang, and you are listening to Back to the 80s Radio, and that was the Hall of Fame game of the Go-Go's. Oh, ho, ho. Now, Toscano, I got no problem with that song. I got no problem with that band. Before you continue the hate and put hate in the ears of our beautiful listeners you know that was and actually potential changsters, right? gangsters. That was her as a solo, by the way. Oh, you know what? Erase everything, then. Let's do it again. I'm going to leave that in there. You son of a bitch. <laughs> leave that in there, too. <laughs> well, you're listening to Back to the 80s, where Chang just made a terrible mistake, and I okay. gave credit to the Go-Go's for Belinda Carlisle's solo material. I apologize for that mistake uh, to my partner, Toscano, and I apologize to anybody I offended that likes her <laughs> solo stuff from my black heart. Okay. Is that good enough? When people think about this following singer during the 80s, they just remember a redheaded girl with unique hairstyles and Mm. clothes that uh, basically fit her and her alone. Mm -hmm. She was always kind of goofy. She goofed around with Captain Lou Albano from the WWF. Oh, yeah, I remember that slob. And, uh, you know, it would be a disservice for us to talk in this show about female performers from the 80s 
and not mention the gal who made... household name so if you really want to hear this talent you got to listen to songs such as time after time and just want to girls just want to have fun by the one and only cindy lopper ah toscano this brings memories of uh sleepovers uh pillow fight for, for, pillow fights for you uh, not for me the girls that were enjoying this song wherever they may be <laughs> now cindy lopper I have to tell you. Did you think she was cute? I thought she was cute because she had her own style. I thought she was cute under the hideous makeup. The clothing that she wore, I wasn't a big fan of any fluorescent clothing. The, the, the quirkiness, I didn't, you know, I w- that was not my style. But yeah. if, I would have dated her because she was sexy. She was cool in her own skin. And I think anybody that's cool in their own skin is sexy and has power and has uh, your, they're like a magnet. They just draw attention. Yet they're so strong and powerful, they draw that attention. So they're free to be who they want to be. So yeah, that part of her, I thought she was sexy. Uh, coming out the way she did with her music, I thought it was, it was different. Uh, it was poppy, but it was very empowering, I think, to all girls uh, of that era. I, I mean, it, it allowed girls to be okay in their own skin, dress different, be different, like different. Wear your makeup different. You know what I mean? Be who you want to be. That's why I thought tonight when we we were diving into women of music, uh, the point I wanted to get across. Some A lot of these women we're talking about are powerful leaders, and that's what we want all of our young women to do. Uh, as a dad, I raised uh, with my wife four beautiful daughters uh, to be strong, powerful women, and that's what I think the women that we discussed tonight embark upon, and they hold that essence, and they are true role models, and they are human, so they make era. Yeah, so Cindy Lauper, props off to her. I would have dated her. She was a badass chick. Her new stuff, now that she's older, it's insane. Really? It's very, I, I was going to ask you that. Uh, I'm glad you like it. I love it. It's very reminiscent of the times of Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra and... Uh, uh, Artists of that era, you know, uh, soft. We can go back to something like Billie Holiday, uh, if you're familiar with her. You know, early Diana Ross. uh, You know, uh, not so much the Supremes, but the Mallowers, soulful, soft type of stuff. Uh, uh, Etta James. uh, Her new stuff nowadays is reminiscent of that. So I know the woman's got chops. She plays the, the piano. And the other thing, she looks terrific for her age. She re uh, uh, she reinvented herself and was right, right. so comfortable in her own skin that as she aged, she became even more sexy and appealing, I think, now in her older age. And it carries on into her music. She looks sexy in a professional, more uh, mature way. So if anybody out there wants to check out her new stuff... Go check it out however you can. Cindy Lauper, bringing back music of a time that your grandparents might have listened. So get hip with that. I'll have to check out her new stuff, definitely. And she, as you mentioned, did reinvent herself and did it with a lot of class and did it without all this attention to her, Mm -hmm. uh, the wrong type of attention. For example, her nemesis. Of back in the 80s. Of course, there was really no competition because the following singer who I have in mind was actually the queen. She was the queen of pop back then, and she continued for, for years and years and years. But as opposed to Cindy Lauper, who did manage to reinvent herself, Madonna, I don't know what she's brought to the table recently, but going back to the Bad 80s. Bad taste and trying to be uh, yeah, young and, again. And then, That's about yeah, it. and then a lot of plastic surgery that has ruined. Anyway, but that's a different story. But we're talking about a gal who became that lucky star with hits such as Lucky Star, Borderline, Material Girl, Get Into the Groove. She was a literal marketing genius. She was a businesswoman. And she also had the vocal chops to back all her business and up. That is the one and only Madonna. Well, of course, she is the queen of uh, her 
of her type of uh, genre of music. You know, she was pro uh, very pro provocative. She tested uh, the waters. Uh, she was uh, unafraid. And she was beautiful. She was bold. She was beautiful. She was sexy. She used all those things to captivate the freaking world. And it empowered women on another level to be okay with sexuality. It kind of opened the mind and the eye to society to be a little bit more free. You know what I mean? You have to know that as human beings and animals, instinct is sex. What draws sex? Attraction. What is attraction? It's boldness. It's freedom. It's expression. It's uh, joy. Uh, it's enticing. So when music and Madonna hit it, what other what other way could you not become the queen and master it in music, good old rock and roll in whatever form? Isn't that what a musician does? Come in and they express their feelings or their emotions and just the way they look catapults them to another level because they have this God-given talent to express themselves and not be afraid. So yeah, Madonna, hell yeah, like a virgin. Oh, Lord, good Lord. I was out for every Juana Madonna I could get my hands on back in the 80s. In 1984, the MTV Video Awards, Madonna performed like a virgin. Do you remember she was dressed in a wedding dress? Yes. And, and then she got on the ground and started just performing very, very provocatively. Oh, yes. I remember and for back then, it was brand new. Nobody had ever dared. A woman had never dared to do what she did. Unlike today, where every other girl it seems like they're performing uh sex on stage mm. it's not a new it's thing cheapened. it's got cheap it it's just that's the forefront of music now what she did back then was truly truly groundbreaking and she will forever be the queen of pop in my opinion now now trip on this i have this next lady that comes to my mind led a band called missing persons now, this chick was badass. She could sing. She was pretty. She looked like a model, but kind of in Halloween makeup and, and attire. I'm talking about Dale Bozio. Oh, ho, ho, of Missing Persons. The tall, blonde bombshell. The first one that incorporated uh, Dixie cups on her boobs to make them look yes. like huge yes. robotic uh, beings. She props up to her. She has stayed married to the other founding member, Dale Bozio, all these years. Dale Bozio, that dude is a god in, in musical instrument. I mean, he is jammed with everybody. She has got a vocal range. She has sat in as a studio mu musician, backup. She did a little bit on her own, but pretty much the same as Pat Benatar. Raised a family, stayed on the outside, but stayed in the business. That chick, to me, is the one where Madonna got a little bit of her spice and threw it into her, her Italian tomato sauce. But, man, Dale Bozio, back in the 80s, she was like uh, crazy. You know what? I'm Just like a crazy chick. Whoa, look at that chick. Like a, a David Bowie of her, of her type. You know what I mean? The other chick I, uh, that used to trip me out was uh, Susie and the Banshees. That chick, she was insane. A female vocalist in a punk rock band, dirty as all hell, spit, smoke, do drugs, fight, probably not bathe. I <laughs> so, mean, so that that was your type of chick. Not no, bathing, that wasn't my type. But I'm not just bathing, saying, spit, that, no. But Dale Bozio kind of reminded me of that punk essence, but she went glam with David Bowie. You you know what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah. you, you she was just uh, that to me. It'll always be where Madonna got some of her spice. So I give this chick all the props. I saw that band, loved that band. That that is my uh, probably a go-to band that I would love to see or hear be played a lot. You know another band that I uh, I liked the Motels. If you yes, uh, are not I, familiar I with I them, I am familiar with them. Yeah, I'm very familiar. They had a very rock and roll kind of uh, old school sound to them. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Kind of rock ballads, but pretty much you could tell the vocal content and the musicians in the back were professional and they were on T. Another great band. Going back to a gal who started with the band, then did a lot of stuff uh, by herself, but is still remained with this band because she married the director of the band, Miami Sound Machine. I'm talking none other than Gloria Stefan. 
who was extremely popular. Remember her biggest hit, Conga? And then The Rhythm Is Gonna Get You, and then Prisoner of Love. I mean, she was spectacular. And then, uh, of course, she was go gorgeous. Along with her, we've got uh, a, a lady whose hair was humongous. And whenever she used to come out on MTV, what made her very famous was the pair of legs that she would uh, sport. She even had an expensive Ticing. insurance policy on those legs. Long-legged pony. I'm talking about the gal that made gal. What's Love Got to Do With It, a household name. The one and only Tina Turner. Oh, Tina Turner. She just eluded her ex-husband. Uh, that guy had no respect, no appreciation. Uh, anybody that knows Ike and Tina Turner back in the, the 60s, she was like the female Elvis. She gyrated and just the music ran through her, the soul that came out of her mouth, the energy, uh, the anger, the pain, the anguish, the s downright sexy boldness of her outfits and being so comfortable with her sexy self. Tina Turner is like an icon. She is uh, like, she will always be that woman that got over the odds. You know, Ike beat her and, you know, he was just a big dick to her. And she raised herself out of that hell and became something without her husband and his band. A total leader. I mean, her, she should, she's a role model to any woman that's been battered, divorced, put in a bad predicament, any type of abuse. But you rise from the hell and you rise from the ashes and you use that pain and that harm to, to be your ladder, your strength, to pull yourself, use that rope to pull themselves out of hell and redeem their lives, take their lives over, and say, hey, F it. I'm me. I've been through war. Now don't F with me. Tina Turner, badass all the way. Good good uh, point right there, my brother. Good pickup. Yeah, another one of the gals that uh, comes to mind is a gal who used to love wearing frilly dresses on stage and on her videos. She was very famous because she was a part of a group called Fleetwood Mac. Joined Christy McVie on vocals. And then she stepped away, of course, to become a solo artist. Right. And she soared with songs like Stand Back and her duet with uh, the late Tom Petty with Don't Go Dragging My Heart Around. It sent her to a different level of superstardom. And I'm talking about the one and only Stevie, the beautiful Nicks. Uh, yeah, I mean, Fleetwood Mac, what an incredible band. All of them incredible on their own. Uh, you, you, you know... Steve, you know, I'm a big fan of that band, but I do love uh, Christine McVie. I like uh, a lot of her lyrics that she wrote. I you, like you her did like song. that band? I never liked Fleetwood Mac. You know what? I, I liked Fleetwood Mac. I mean, I'm older than you, so that was kind of like the music that was getting played, you know, with the speakers at the pad on the radio. Right. So I appreciated that band, and I liked it. You know, they had a folk sound, a hard rock sound, a uh, melodical sound. And they were crazy. They were real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they were chaotic. And if you just if you don't know what I look like, you got to find out what I look like, and you'll tell. That is a great uh, a band that I did like. Kind of like that lifestyle. the The story of that band is incredible. They slept with each other. You know, they were Christine McVie was married to John McVie, the bass player. You know, Stevie Nicks was shacking up with Lindsey Buckingham. Uh, Mick Fleetwood was doing cocaine, probably the side, the the line <laughs> length did, of like, the ninety one freeway, eight miles yeah, worth dude. of cocaine. You know, he he, did, he yeah. was banging both of the women and causing friction, and I mean that was a chaotic band. But yet when they came together, that that closeness, that energy that they all shared and they loved in each other, I mean it was unstoppable. Stevie Nicks, I uh, I like some of her uh, solo stuff, but I don't think, to me personally. Maybe some others. She didn't have that same energy or power on her own as opposed to Fleetwood Mac. I think she did some of her best material when she was going through the breakup with Lindsey Buckingham. That's what I think. We are going to be right back. This is Back to the 80s. Stick around because we are continuing our talk of the greatest performers of the 80s. This is the one and only Annie Lennox. Sweet dreams are made of this with the Eurythmics. We'll be right back. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I? 
Welcome back to Back to the 80s. You are on the hang with Toscano and Shank. We are giving props and paying our respects to the ladies of rock and roll. That's right, all the ladies of rock and roll and of pop or any type of music that had the balls to go out and be leaders. Good God, that was an incredible song, Toscano. What do you think of Annie Lennox? I think Annie Lennox of the Eurythmics has one of the strongest voices of her of her day, of her time, as I would put her up there with all the greats. Uh, I, I would put her up there with a range like Etta James, Janis Joplin. I would put her up there with Aretha Franklin. Uh, I would put her up there even with a Freddie Mercury. Uh, to me, Annie Lennox could sing just about anything from rock to opera to Broadway to soul, to blues. She had an incredible voice. She was freaking gorgeous. She was married to Dave Stewart. Anybody that could be married to that guy for however long, <laughs> you know you got balls. Something that I find interesting is the first thing that I remember was the first time I saw the Eurythmics and I saw her. I thought she was a man in the beginning. But I go, wait, she's too pretty to be a man. Wait a minute. It may have been. Wait a minute. You that wore penny loafers with dimes in them were judging the beautiful I was not Annie judging. Lennox? I just didn't know. Was I was going, is that a man? Is that a woman? But I go, she's, she's way too pretty to be any kind of a guy. It, so it may have been her androgynous appearance, but her voice made us all forget what she looked like. Exactly. She had a vocal range that many people can only dream of. Mm-hmm. And when she and Dave Stewart with Eurythmics, made music it was just memorable like when she went on her own as well and did songs like a thousand beautiful things and yes. into the west so annie lennox definitely high in the books of greatest artist oh, of yeah, all time definitely. okay definitely. so we have gone through a plethora of female performers of of the 80s. It's not over. And I want to ask you guys that are listening, who do you think or who was your favorite female singer or performer from back in the 80s? Go ahead and chime in, go through our Facebook page and let us know. Shall we play a game? You remember the first time you tried these games? Space Cadet. But with practice, Captain Galaxy. And when you first tried Coke, I bet you said, no, thank you. But hey, 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 let's try Coke again. Because once you got that new wave taste, you want to try it again and again and again. Practice makes perfect. Catch the wave with the Coke. Commercials, bad. Music, good. Now, with zero commercials. Please help support and send your donation today. We are going back to the 80s. Welcome back. Back to the 80s. Toscano and Chang Chang here. And that was Berlin. Oh, they were a band that was, like, hidden for a while. Hidden in clubs. Uh, you know, and then, uh, boom, they had a hit single. Toscano, do you like that song? I like, I really like Berlin. Yeah, definitely. She was kind of uh, uh, of a hottie. She reminded me a little bit of Blondie, another killer, another killer singer. Yeah, that came out in the time. <laughs> Actually, they credit Blondie. Remember for having the first hip hop song in nineteen seventy nine. Yes, yes. Uh, she was actually. I would consider her like the first female rapper. Believe it or not. Yeah, kind of in a way. Yeah, in a way, but like. Uh, Berlin was a great band, I thought. I, they were kind of a alternative, kind of not, kind of, you, you know what I mean? They were like a, aloof of a band, but yeah. she stood out because she was freaking gorgeous, brother. You know, I have an honorable mention. The only reason I'm going to mention this artist isn't because she was that famous back in the 80s. Maybe she was. I never, never remember hearing her song until now. That Stranger Things, the TV series on Netflix, made her famous. And that's with the song Running Up That Hill. And the singer is Kate Bush. I guess she was, I mean, she was famous in Britain. That was late 70s, that album. The song came out in the 80s. But still, she wasn't uh, one of those singers that you, oh, oh, Kate Bush. I remember her very well. She had all these hits. No, she didn't. But now she's, of course, extremely famous because of Stranger Things. So. 
I do want to bring her up as an honorable mention because I know somebody out there is going to really like that song. I would encourage every listener out there to try something different if you don't do this already. And that is skip doing a playlist as much as possible. The artists are going to thank you. The 80s are going to thank you. Because these artists took time. It was blood, sweat, and tears at the time to record these albums. And they have more than one hit. They have a whole set of songs that is just waiting there in limbo for people to listen to. We should all be taking the time to listen to an entire album. Don't skip the song. Listen to it in its entirety. You may not like it, but you know what? The artist, you know, poured themselves into that. Yeah, I agree. And it took a lot. It took a lot to to record those songs. So I would encourage everybody listening, download an album, listen to it in its entirety. Hey, and if you still have old hardware like uh, yours truly here and Chang, uh, either to listen to it on vinyl, on a record, or listen to it on a cassette, or even a CD, and we would really, really appreciate that because you'll find it is a very different experience when you listen to it from beginning to end. I think every album a band or artist put out is a storybook. And uh, I think we, the listener, should not judge bands or artists by one or two songs, but dive into their catalog. Listen to the entire uh, masterpiece, the album that they just put out. Try to understand the lyrics. Feel the lyrics in your mind and your body before you judge. Only then will you get the entire idea of what music really is and a deep appreciation for artists what's on their mind and what sounds they create you then can listen to an entire album find and within time you'll find the songs that are just as great to you as the ones that were put on the radio from some fat cat sitting in an office saying this is the way we got to go because that's where society's at. Right. You'll create your own set list. You'll create your own great song for whatever reason. So always go out there and listen to the entire catalog of that artist before you pass judgment. Because Toscano and Chang, we're not into the judgment scene no, whatsoever. Not, not at all. And don't forget that 80s people, we are the ones who created playlists originally. That's right. Because we had cassettes and we created right. mixtapes. So we were the first to come out with playlists. Exactly. Now, this last singer that I have on my uh, notes here, Chang, is one of Clive Davis's greatest finds, if not the greatest. Oh, treated her like a daughter. Her voice, her beauty, she was just amazing to watch. She first arrived on the scene in 1985. How will I know? And our songs were, I Want to Dance with Somebody, The Greatest Love of All. How Will I Know? Yeah, she was one of the most well-known singers in the world. And when the 80s ended, it seemed like the sky was the limit for her. And it's just too bad that her life ended uh, so abruptly, so soon. So tragic. So tragic. But uh, what she did back in the 80s will go on for eternity. And I'm talking about the one and only Whitney Houston. This is Back to the 80s. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Back to the 80s radio, that was the one and only Whitney Houston with the greatest love of all, who became an instant success, an instant hit, just like the majority of singers on our show tonight. The female performers of Back in the 80s will live on, and they have made a mark in our hearts and society. They are part of the soundtrack of our life. They will continue to do so for generations to come. And I'm just so glad that we're able to do a show like this because we're introducing another part of 80s performers, of 80s music that is just as good as any other, continues to be heard today all over the world. I want to thank you guys for taking the time to join us. I want to remind you guys one more time that if you do need to reach us and you want to suggest a, a, a theme or a topic for another show, Send us a note through our Facebook. We would really appreciate it. Or you can write to us at back, the number two, 80sradio at gmail.com. Also reminding you that starting November, the very first week of November, not only is Back to the 80s Radio going to add a couple of new shows, 
but we are going to be holding a very special event on Halloween. So the week prior on Halloween, we're going to be holding a very special event. You want to stick around. I wish you all the best for this week. Stay safe, stay grand, and keep introducing the 80s to a whole new generation. Chang here before I release you to another Chang-tastic weekend. Remember, stay lifted, stay gifted, stay who you are. Never, ever think that you don't count. And a special message to all you mothers, fathers, uncles, aunts, grandparents that are raising that little female. The night show is dedicated to you and them. Always show them to be empowered. Always show them to be fearless. Be a leader. So until next week, I bid you an adios. Arrivederci. Hasta luego. Sayonara. To all the ladies and gentlemen across this land and to all the homies. Orale. Oh,